What's up, Womp and Stick? Danny, Matt, and Scott are here. Chumps to champs to bring you a breakdown of this 2021 World Championship game um, between Brian and John. A bunch of bullshit, if you ask me and Scott. But, uh, Matt, what are your thoughts? <laughs> right out of the gate. I don't know the, the history in this league, but what I do know is that it sounds like Brian has won three of the last four. That's that correct. Right? That's accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Anthony, Anthony won in the between. The populace of the league has to be rooting for a downfall of Brian right now. So I'm usually an underdog type guy. So I'm just right now going to stake my claim to uh, against against Brian. I'm going to go on John's side here. I'm going to be very biased on my analysis here. We hit record like 40 seconds ago. You've already made your your final. <laughs> you got it, though. I'm an underdog guy. Yeah, I don't well, like dynasties. Come on. Was he the Patriots? They, they, you know, when I was writing the, the notes for this show, I was like, God, this sounds like the Patriots. This fucking asshole. No, Brian's a sweetheart. And I love him. But hey, let's talk about Whomp and Six League a little bit, Scott. Um, well, all of us uh, combined. Paul, we'll start with you, bro. Um, not didn't do so good. Didn't do didn't do so good there. Uh, oh, got the man Gino, and he is the man Gino. Hey, Scott, explain the man Gino to Matt because he probably is like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So back in our heyday at Mizzou, when the football was good and KU was actually good, we had that rivalry. I don't know if you remember the enormous coach and KU. He did end up losing quite a bit of weight, but at that time he was a he was a whopper. Uh, that was Coach Mangino, well, and obviously we hate I mean, KU. He did a great job. He did a great job for that thing. Yeah, he, he did. Until he locked a kid in the clock. No, that wasn't him though. <sighs> he, he did something, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know. But maybe not. No, that was somebody else. But. He's a, he's a guy that we all had a lot of distaste for, and he was a large fella. So on our, we decided that the loser of the league every year gets the Mangino. And I went ahead and I burnt a Mangino plaque that has his kind of clip art, if you will, face. And every year we add the uh, last place player to that plaque. Is he one of those guys just that year? The hangy, floppy jowls yeah. on the side of his yeah, face. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. he he yeah, sure he was. He sure yeah. was. He's that kind <laughs> of guy. And speaking of which, clip art. Remember clip art? Yeah. What happened to clip art? Clip art and word art. Word art was uh, all was all about what my present my presentations were <laughs> in middle school. <laughs> it's all about your choice of word arts. That was a good. I like trip. your rainbow with the 3D effect and the shadow. <laughs> that was great. Danny. The content of your presentation was. <laughs> I'm telling you, oh man! When I discovered PowerPoint, holy shit! The content gone. Goodbye. I just want the swirlies. <laughs> T <laughs> and <laughs> H. <laughs> it's oh my god! I was, a, I was a fan of the typewriter. It's where like. Every letter came in on the board. Like, pop, 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 pop. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about this league. Um, it's fitting that John and Brian are are the uh, in the championship. They were clearly the best teams when it comes to points for. It was John, and then it was Brian right behind him, and then there's a over 100 point gap between those two. So if there's going to be a championship, that's good. 
Well, most points against Scott. I don't know if you have it in front of you, but can you guess who had the most points against them this year? It's got to be Ryan, right? No, it's you. It's you. Okay. It's you. I didn't have a great luck, but no, it's you followed closely by Dan. And I feel like Dan is in this column a lot. Of the most points yeah. against he's Dan and had... Ryan seem to be the butts of it. <laughs> boy, sorry, mud. But yeah, um, it was pretty much John, Brian, Steve and Ryan, who were the four playoff teams. They had that shit locked up at like week 12. This was kind of an uneventful whomp and stick year because they had the playoff yeah. top four really the entire time. You and I were right there at five and six to where we were trying to jockey for it and we'd have one good week and be like, oh, we're within two games now. And then we'd blow it the next week and drop right back down to where we just Mm -hmm. couldn't have a good enough run to get up there, unfortunately. And it's hard to get it up, Matt. So let's talk about points against the least amount of points against the best luck you could have in this league. It was Steve and it was by a long shot. Steve had. 180 points fewer scored than the next guy. Um, and Steve made the playoffs. He lost to uh John, I think, in the semis. Like he only made the playoffs because no, but but on that note, it's funny you mentioned that. So, but Steve had like the third most points. This was a year where the teams who scored the best also had the least scored upon them the entire year. So it was kind of uneventful and obvious with just like some people in the middle, like me, Scott and Dan, but funny, funny story. Guess who had the second least amount of points. Steve was by far had second least amount of points scored against them. It was actually Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Paul. Sorry, bubs. You had no offense this year, man. (laughs) It was just laid out in front of you. And Paul had the first pick not to rag on Paul, but Christian McCaffrey, no one told you to take him, bro. I mean, except everyone, except for everybody, yeah, except for everybody. No, that's, that's just how it goes sometimes. And we love you, Paul. But yeah, this was a, a, a season where, the best teams got the best luck, but still they're the best team. So how could you even complain? There was one guy of this entire group who did not get a single weekly win. And we do 10 bucks for weekly wins, Matt. Um, Scott, quickly take a guess who did not get a single weekly win. Unless not my math is wrong. That's going to be my brother, right? No, he, he had no, a couple. Uh... He made the playoffs, dude. What are you talking about? I know, but it just would be fitting that he makes the playoffs, but never won it and then gets fourth and wins no money all year. No, it was Jeff who uh, generally, I mean, he's on it. Phil Dawson, franchise kicker, Cleveland Browns. (laughs) Am I right? We'll never forget that in like 2011. We're like, what the fuck are you doing? And he almost won that year. He made it to the championship with Phil Dawson, franchise kicker. Now, Sorry, Jeff. Jeff. Like fifth pick too. It wasn't yeah. like it was late. Yeah. yeah, he scored half of his wins. This was a league match. Just so for clarity, we, we did the plus one. So if you finished in the top five, you got a bonus win, and you finished in the bottom. Then so there was a win for your matchup and a win for that. Jeff finished with ten wins on the season, and half of them came in the last four weeks. So he turned it on to avoid the Mangino, and we should give props to him for tossing that Paul's way. Mm-hmm. 
So let's talk about Anthony real quick before we get into the breakdown. Anthony started 0 and 12. <laughs> Suboptimal. Suboptimal. Um, Anthony's notorious in our league for either winning the thing or just bottoming out like you wouldn't fucking believe. And it looked like it was going that way again with the 0-12 start, but he clawed his way back into eighth place and out of the uh, out of that final two. So good for Anthony, man. You actually made it in kind of the, the middle for the first time in history. Steve, Steve made the playoffs. He was 13-3 and to start. He, Matt, he drafted Derrick Henry and then DeAndre Hopkins and then Najee Harris. So he lost Henry after that 13 and three start, just right, right to hell. And then DeAndre Hopkins was gone for pretty much the second half of the season. And that's when Najee Harris started pooping down his leg. So Steve, the trajectory for Steve kind of did the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a league where I had a team very similar to that and it was tough, but you know, we're gonna do we're gonna do you gonna do you gonna do you almost put you put up a fight against john but john ended up overcoming um let's talk about dan dan lichman notorious for being right there in the middle dan in his first seven picks he took saquon he took alan robinson he took mike davis and he took kenny galladay four of his first seven picks it was just too much to overcome Right then and there. He listened to our show, I'm sure, when we were talking about Mike Davis, like you wouldn't fucking believe. And uh, that didn't turn out that way for Dan. But Dan is in the, uh, con- uh, what's it called, Scott? The consul- consolidation bracket. Nope. Consolidation. Consolation bracket. And Matt, did I ever tell you about that? How we do this? If uh, we all get a, Super Smash Bros. character, and we randomize the, the computer, and we have them all do a tournament against each other. That's how your constellation bracket is decided. Well, if whoever wins the constellation bracket gets first choice of character. Oh, for draft the tur- pick next year. The tournament, yeah. yeah, wherever you finish in that tournament is where you pick. Where you get to pick where you want to go in the draft okay. order. So me, it's me versus Dan in the constellation bracket final, and the winner gets to pick their first, the first character, and then. Whoever loses gets actually the, the next best character. So who would you pick, Matt, for Smash Bros. character? If you, you know what? had the choice. I was literally about to ask the same question because I was never a big Smash Bros. guy. I used I used to like getting Kirby because he could suck people up and spit them out. But I really think if you were good, if, if you knew what the fuck you were doing, you didn't get Kirby. So right. I want to know from right. people that knew what they were doing. So who is your character? So it turns out the two Kirby's. All right. Yeah. So if you, if you, uh, if you Google it, who are the best character is online, will tell you super smash bros. Like people will tell you that the answer is actually Pikachu. He's the really? best. He's the best character with offense, defense, all that kind of shit. Pikachu is the best. Huh? Never would have guessed it. Um, I believe it. Um, and I just quietly, um, Dan has mentioned to me that he's going to take Pikachu if he wins it. I'm well, now that I know that and I'm playing against him, I'm going to fucking take Pikachu. Just send a message to <laughs> Mr. Dan. Just, now you even just let a, the whole league know that yeah. Pikachu is the most desirable. So, right. 
I, no, I would go with forget. I would go it's, with Captain Falcon though. That's Captain yeah. Falcon's a badass. So it's a random tournament because Pikachu was Anthony last time and he was not in the top four. And I got stuck with Jigglypuff, which everyone made fun of. And I won the first matchup and I I ended up picking third. So yeah. It doesn't matter. It is, Yoshi won. It's a Paul shoot, but it's fun. Paul won with Yoshi. Nobody won. Yoshi's like one of the, the lower third. And what are you gonna fucking do? Um, anywho, so Dan, we'll, I mean, we'll talk about uh, Dan's decision with Antonio Brown coming up here. A couple more people to talk about in this league. Scott, you uh, you really had some issues. You were band-aiding your lineup the entire year, weren't you? Between yeah. Calvin Ridley just deciding that he was not going to play, Julio Jones being Julio Jones, Gus Edwards, your fifth-round pick, tearing whatever happened in his leg. Chase Edmonds, it was just band-aids after band-aids, and you just couldn't overcome. You just couldn't overcome, bro. No, I I thought I might have had a chance because I picked up Cordell Patterson when he started lifting off. So with Kamara, that was a decent combo, and I had Justin Jefferson. And Marquise Brown was doing real well the first half of the season, actually until the last few weeks. So it's I had a decent lineup, and I had Brandon Cooks, but, yeah, it was the guys that I was expecting to do well, Julio, Ridley, and obviously neither of them showed up at all this season. Now, Ryan, let's talk about you, Ryan. He was uh, pretty much in fourth. He had playoffs locked up and never ascended. The wheels started to loosen. I'm not going to say they fell off, but the wheels started to loosen on Ryan's team between Eckler with his COVID, Elliot giving up time to Pollard, Mitchell having concussions, Mike Williams with COVID, Brady loses everybody. And then I think it all culminated when in the semifinals, James Robinson blows out his Achilles uh, within like the first 10 minutes of the uh, of the day. I think the writing was on the wall for Ryan at that point. He had pieced it together. But I felt that when the James Robinson Achilles injury happened, it was it was curtains against Brian yeah. in that week. Yeah, but good team. Ryan has still yet to win. Ryan, what year was it, Scott? You already know what I'm going to talk about when I talk about Ryan. Uh, what year was? Was the guy's was name? It, it wasn't Zach Ertz. It Selleck. was uh, Selleck. Was, Selleck. Brent, Brent Selleck. Tight end. All garbage time. Oh my God, At your Matt. house. Yeah, he house. was he was not happy. So what he was winning that game by like a point and then Brent Selleck got goosed until the last drive. And then it was like catch for seven yards, catch for seven yards curtains. Oh, it was I think he was up by a, a few points, but it was the last like couple drives, but especially that last one. Yeah, he got like four straight passes in a row because the defense was like, we don't care. We're up 20 points and there's four minutes left in the, the Paul game. So they give them every little pass. Was that a Paul? Yeah, was Paul it the Paul it. year? Yep. Sorry, bro. We're going to do I so, can tell you, I would have been throwing shit if I was uh, on the receiving end of that. If I know you, I know that's right. So let's talk a world championship. <laughs> Brian, the number one seed. Versus John, the number two seed. And those are kind of interchangeable based off of what they're the best two teams. And like I said in the intro, I think that this, this is the championship game that we what we needed to see. And here we are. So Brian's got Jalen Hurts. 
John's got Matt Stafford. Matt, who do you give the advantage to there? Hurts against Washington, Stafford against Baltimore. Well, after Stafford's freaking pooper chump fest of a show last week, I think I'm I'm on the Jalen Hurts board right now. I think I am too. They're am both too. away, and I think Washington, their defense has been decent at times, but have definitely lacked a lot of weeks. And I think Hurts could run all over them if they game plan right. Mm-hmm. Stafford, I don't know against Baltimore. Uh, last week is still sour to me, but you got to roll with him if you're John. All right, right. Uh, Scott, what do you think? Stafford hurts. Yeah, I give it to Hurts um, based on more of a recency bias, not from a talent perspective, obviously. Sure, sure, sure. Wider, no, let's go running backs. It's, I feel like it's weird when you go quarterback, wide receiver, running back. I, it naturally should go quarterback, running back, wide receiver. What do you think? You know what's weirder is that you you went, quarterback wide receiver and then brought up that it's weird to do that yeah i was reading my thing i don't know we're gonna go running backs here brian the number one seed's got dalvin cook and antonio gibson john's got jonathan taylor and ronald jones who doggy have this is heavyweight here this is heavyweight here you know what i mean matt what are your thoughts I like Cook Gibson more. I own both those receive or both those running backs. Sorry, um, in uh, a couple uh, of leagues this year, and have a lot of faith in them. I know Jonathan Taylor's turned it on, but I still I still don't trust Ronald Jones. So I'm I'm on the Brian side of this one with Cook and Gibson. Scott, before you go, let me say I am going to go with the Taylor Jones. I'm going to go with John on this one. Jonathan Taylor's an unstoppable uh, beefcake here. And I'm um, gonna go with him. So you split this difference. Okay. I I am leaning towards John's Taylor and Jones as well. Uh, I I don't think it's worth for Tampa Bay to risk Brady getting hurt in a game that doesn't matter against one of the worst teams. They're gonna run the ball a lot. That's an that interesting well decision. Ronald Jones. Okay. Um, and yeah, Taylor is Taylor and Cook. I mean, that, that's a bit of a coin toss. I mean, Cook's against Green Bay, Taylor against Vegas. I, I hope they both just crush it because I need them both to just blast off. Right, in the other league. Yeah. Uh, I, I need it to be like a 40-39 win for Taylor over Cook, but either way, those mm-hmm. two are even. I give the slight nod to Jones over Gibson. So let's talk wide receivers. You got – so both right, – right now, both John and Brian have a wide receiver in their flex, so I'm going to list all four. So Brian's got Cooper Cup, Michael Pittman, Antonio Brown, and Jalen Waddle, And then John's got Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore, and Odell Beckham Jr. I, I'm going to give this one, in my opinion, to Brian here. I love I love that this matchup's got the Cooper Cup versus Jonathan Taylor aspect. The two just brightest stars of the fantasy season going at it in the final here. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to Brian, but uh, go ahead, Matt. I it's tough. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is Antonio Brown's status? Did you just say? He's gonna be uh, uh, he's gonna be fine from what I see. He's gonna be fine. Because what are the other receivers on that team status? Is my bigger concern. Uh, Godwin's on for the season, and Evans is up. Okay, Evans was gonna be out. I don't know about with the new rules. 
if Evans is in, I'm not as big on Brown, but I get it. Antonio Brown's going to be a piece in this offense this week. He's going to be the one they're game planning around, I'm sure, at this point. Uh, so, yeah, Cup, Stud, Brown, obviously, amazingly talented wide receiver in the NFL. Pittman showed that he can do it this year, but he's been falling off. I see why this receiver core is in the championship. Other side of the ball, Debo Samuel, Keenan Allen, DJ Moore. These are all guys who have been wide receiver ones this year. It's hard to say about Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen has the talent. I can't say if he's been wide receiver one this year, but Debo obviously gets a lot of work in the running game too. DJ Moore early on, he showed he could do it. Hey, I want to go with John here. I think it's more solid floor with good upside. I think Brian's team has higher total upside. I, I think Waddle's a, ga- yeah. Waddle's a game changer there in the wide receiver core, I feel like. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I guess I wasn't looking at Waddle and Odell Beckham. Um, Odell Beckham's been getting targeted in the red zone, though, from what I've seen the past few weeks, and I like that. Waddle's, Waddle's playing against a tough team, the Titans. You know, you never know. You never know. Titans can uh, shut him down. <laughs> And, I mean, as much as that is tongue-in-cheek with me being a Titans fan, Titans have done a decent job of shutting down wide receiver ones on teams. I'm not saying great. I'm not saying if you check the stats, that's going to hold up. But I feel like they've shut down a couple wide receiver ones and made teams throw to other wide receivers. So maybe that's the case. Maybe Parker gets more targets this game. I don't know. I feel like everything says go Brian, but I think it's way more even than that saying. I think it's it's going to be a very close battle on the wide receiver front. Scott, do you agree? I I like John. I, I don't know why. It's um, I think I have. I mean, I know Cooper Cup's been going insane, but every time you look at Debo's stats, they're they're not that far off. I have more confidence in Keenan Allen than Brown and the way that Pittman's playing, unfortunately, recently um, hasn't had any big games. I, I think DJ Moore is just as capable of matching, if not, you know, going over the top there. It, it is funny, though, because I'm rooting for and against every one of these guys in the <laughs> league. <laughs> a different so, league, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like I want John's team to do well because Brian just keeps winning and screw that guy. But uh, I need Debo and DJ to kind of suck it so mm-hmm. that uh, I can win the Frederick League. But if you go down to, like you said, the flex, I don't know. I, I'm going to... I guess, segue into the possible ads, if you don't mind me doing so. Go for it. Um, uh, You got John, who has DeAndre Swift sitting there, and if he's going to play and be healthy, I think that supersedes the Jalen Waddle if if he's going to get a full load in the flex, obviously. But that's a big risk because he hasn't played. Or do you think Swift just goes in over Ronald Jones? Or how many full loads do you think that John can take? (laughs) At least two, right? <laughs> do you think? Do you think? Here's my question: Was do you think Swift would overtake DJ Moore, and then Odell would stay for the stack with Stafford? I think Swift has a chance mm. at overtaking Ronald Jones, right? And is running back I, slot. I think Ronald Jones is an auto start, dude. I think he's a great play. Like I said, against the Jets in a game that doesn't matter. I mean, if assuming that, especially if. Uh, He's 
if you're going to get uh, what's his name back for the playoffs. Playoffs? I, Leonard? I don't, Fournette? Yeah. If, if Fournette's going to be back, then you're not as worried about Ronald Jones. And I mean, they they split them really well in their Super Bowl run last year. So it's not like, you know, they can't do it, even if Fournette isn't able to run it. Fournette's not playing team. in this game. He's oh, no, out. no. I mean, for the playoff, I oh. mean, for their playoff run for the playoffs itself. Oh, okay. okay. So I, I don't think they have to manage Ronald Jones because they're worried about Fournette. Cause even right. if Fournette comes back half stack, where they got to split it 10 and 14 no, carries a game. They, they had just Keish- fine last year. They got Keyshawn Vaughn, who he had a big touchdown score last week, but I think that was a rogue thing. Um, Keyshawn? Yeah, I, I, I really like Ronald Jones this week because, like we said, and that's, again, a little biased because I want Brady and Antonio Brown to just put up squat, but. Damn. Come on, Ronald. Hear that, Brian? <laughs> so then you got uh, you got Gay and the Eagles versus Zerline and the Bills. Pretty much even splits. I don't even care. Let's talk tight end, though. Hunter Henry for Brian because he lost uh, Darren Waller for the year versus Travis Kelsey for John. I think this is where this is where the game is going to be made. This is right here. Does Hunter Henry score a touchdown? Like honestly, I think I honestly think this matchup comes down to whether or not Hunter Henry scores a touchdown. That's so weird to say, but I, if he scores a touchdown, I bet you Brian wins this matchup. And if he doesn't, then I think John wins. I don't know why, but I'll bet either one of you guys five bucks that exact scenario. Happens. We're saying it's close enough to where it's a a six point spread. Yeah, I I do. I I think in that specific and position, I will bet you that either more than a six point spread or that the tight ends are separated by more than a touchdown. Okay. Wait, Uh, no, wait, no, (laughs) I think, no, I like my thing. Does Hunter Henry score touchdown? Then the answer if the answer was yes, so Hunter Henry scores a touchdown and Brian, then I get Brian. Yeah. Then I get Brian. Okay. If Hunter Henry does not score a touchdown, then I get John. And then, okay. I feel like you got, you got a lot of sides of this now. Oh All right. God. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll I talk mean, about it later. I, I could not be more clear. I feel like right. I, I actually, to I very easily more. could be more clear. <laughs> I can make this more in my favor off yeah. the air. So. Yeah, it's just <laughs> no, we want it on the air though. <laughs> so Scott, Kelsey, Henry. I mean, obviously Kelsey's the yeah. the, the the bees knees to schmutz, right? That's totally knees to, to schmutz. Knees to schmutz is the answer there. So Matt, tell me who you got here, John or Brian? One seed Brian, two seed John. I already told you earlier, I'm not going for the dynasty. I got John here. You got John. Scott, who you got? I'm going to go John, too. I'm going to go Brian, because if we go all the same, it's it's if if you uh, what is it? If you if you assume. You sound you, you sound like an asshole. No, I think it's your thing. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. That's <laughs> something like that. What's your bet, Matt? You had you were compiling a bet. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the actual uh, 
spread between these teams are on their projections on Yahoo or whatever platform you're on. 48 is, but, to 52. Okay, so the other way, 52 to 48. That's how low scoring these are? Percentage. Per, percent, percentage. Oh, I'm so like, sorry. Holy shit, what is that scoring? <laughs> so, no, John is projected right now for 143. Brian's projected for 140. So John's projected to win by three. Uh, that's pretty close. I'll, I mean, I, I said from the get go, I I'm not going to vote for the, the dynasty. So I'll take John straight up. Mm-hmm. Scott, you want to take you that wanna... bet? Scott, I take all oh. your bets. So let Scott take the one. This you're the one bet. who's itching for a bet, Danny. Put your money where your mouth. Is. What was uh, what was the specific bet? He's not, taking John straight just up, straight up. He's just taking John straight up. Scott already took John. You're the one who took yeah, Brian. Took take John it. Too. <laughs> take it, Danny. I'll take it. There take we it. go. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll with a, take it. With a gusto of confidence there. No, I'll fucking take it. The Travis Kelsey is going to ruin my life. I know it. No, I, uh, I'm torn because I like Brian uh, as a human being. I think he's wonderful. I think he's just a treasure, but I don't want uh, the DY nasty. In this league, you know what I mean? Scott, what are your emotions right now? Yep, I agree. (laughs) I didn't realize he'd won that many recently. I know that last year he whooped my ass in the championship because freaking Alvin Kamara, Thursday Night Football, six touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Uneventful championship ever. Which I remember going into that, I had Adam Thielen in that game who had like 98 yards and a touchdown, which any other one receiver playing on a Thursday. You're like, Oh, that's a great day. And then he got six fucking touchdowns. I'm like, well, this is the stupidest yeah. thing ever. That wasn't really fun, but I'll nope. probably find out that Brian has been deflating waiver wires or taping mm-hmm. draft strats or something like that to where he's been getting a competitive advantage. He's just been writing articles fantasy. for like Yahoo fantasy under a pseudonym <laughs> for like yeah. forever. Like, Jesus, dude. All right. Well, Womp and Sick, there it is. There's your preview. Love you. And, uh,